Thanks for listening to FYI Stillwater, where you will hear information about your local government you didn't know you need to know straight from the source. Be sure to check out other news and information from the City of Stillwater at stillwater.org or find us on Facebook and Twitter. Hi, I'm your host, Sherry Fletcher, Director of Marketing and Civic Engagement. Today is March 14th, 2019, and my co-host is Jasmine Siebert, Video Specialist for the City of Stillwater. How are you doing today, Jasmine? I'm good. I don't know how people around me are doing, though, because I feel like I smell like chicken Alfredo pizza because, unfortunately, it's what I had for breakfast. So I wanted to ask, can you guys smell it? I keep I, smelling I it. I do not smell it. Okay, no garlicky no. scent from me. Okay. But how does one get to pizza for breakfast? Because one forgot cereal, but I brought milk. Ah. I stopped by Daylight Donuts and I got milk, but... But you had pizza. I figured that the chicken would be good protein, you know, and actually someone told me the other day that eating eggs three times a day will help you live to like 100 or something and ah. it's bad you should well i guess you shouldn't eat it more than three times a day and i was eating them like every day oh yeah so don't quote me but yeah that's the study out of somewhere in new england they say don't eat that so that's the goal over 100 yes well i don't know actually now that you put it that way do i want to live over 100 <laughs> i don't know <coughs> if It'll i'm healthy good. and kicking yeah, yeah healthy and kicking that's always the best thing <laughs> okay so who's our guest today jasmine well, today's guest is near and dear to my heart. It's our very own communications coordinator, Megan Kasak. Good morning. Good morning. Hi, hey. world. <laughs> so you're in the interviewee seat today. Yeah, I get to know what it's like now. <laughs> All right. We actually have her squished in between the middle of the table. Yeah, she's having to sit in a different chair today. So as we do with all of our guests, let's loosen up with a lightning round where we ask you some random but revealing questions. Are you ready, Megan? No. <laughs> <laughs> we still proceed whether or not you answer yes or no. Okay. What is your favorite item you've bought this year? Okay. So I kind of bought it in December, but it's early year. So I'm okay. going to use this as my um, my item. But I got a Muse. And I don't know if you've heard what this is before, but it's a meditation tool. And so it's like this special headband that you put around your head, forehead and you use your phone. There's an app and it helps you meditate. And so I've been doing that. And it's just been really interesting, but it helps you focus on actually. So high-tech meditation. Yeah, yeah, see, I've tried to, like, just kind of do it, um, like, sitting down. But, you know, the cat's playing in the corner, and there's, like, noises in the apartment. And so sometimes it's very hard to, like, focus. So this will actually track your um, cycles. And so you, you'll do it, set it for, like, five minutes and do, like, rainforest theme. Ah. And, like, it turns on, you use your headphones, and all of a sudden you hear this, like, giant like typhoon hitting the you know because mm -hmm. it's like tracking your brain waves and but it tells you you know how many minutes was your brain active how many minutes were you calm mm -hmm. how many seconds or whatever you were you were neutral and you try to just focus on your breathing and if you're doing successfully there's like little birds chirping in the background <laughs> so i have to ask uh so like it's whenever you do um you know like they you have your band and they're taking your steps uh -huh. and there's a company you know, gathering that mm. data. Uh -huh. Is somebody gathering data with your meditation? They do uh, gather the, the data for um, the app, uh -huh. the, the app on your phone. So they know how long you're meditating and what your brain waves are doing. Yeah, and then you have the option whether you want to report that back to them, um, but it's all anonymous. But you know they're like gathering it. <laughs> yeah, well, some yeah. way they found a loophole. You know, it's all part of some kind of like... It, was a scientific study. Uh -huh. There's going to be some AI it's... robot out there that's mimicking yeah, Megan's no. brain waves yeah, in the future. So, <laughs> but at least you're getting not some scary. calming meditation out of it, and right? Yeah, meditation. 
before I go to the next question, have you used it as much as you would have liked since December, or do you think you're not getting as much out of it? Um, I mean, it's always kind of like you can make goals for yourself, right? So it's like, I would really like to have 12 minutes of meditation in a week. Mm -hmm. But some people, so maybe that's good just to start off and maybe, you know, you get further along. It's like, okay, I would like to get to 30 minutes and then an hour. So I'm kind of like working my way up. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's just kind of something where you try and integrate it into your life. Okay, I gotcha. Your next question is, what sport would you compete in if you were in the Olympics? Well, first off, winter over summer winter is the (laughs) best olympics my two favorite sports are figure skating and hockey and i watch them um i watch them every year i don't just wait for the olympics and so like super dainty and one's like hardcore getting fights like (laughs) well i like the it's ironic i like the ice skating sports i've never skated before in my life oh, wow. which makes it funny because I would probably do figure skating probably I it's hard for me to decide I kind of am leading toward ice dance I've been really enjoying ice dance this year seen that. Mm-hmm. and I, the ice dance ladies have the best costumes you don't have to learn jumps but you're doing crazy lifts and stuff like mm-hmm. that with you and your partner and whatnot but I am kind of more of a individual person so maybe like ladies um, figure skating, you know, that's the, <laughs> yeah. that's the glamorous one. That's the one everyone wants to watch, but right. yeah, that's I, interesting. I would yeah. have to learn how to skate first. <laughs> but it's um, goals. Gotta yeah. have goals. I have <laughs> meditation and, and skating goals. Yeah. Um, and then the last one, and this will be interesting since you are the kind of social media person at the city, mm-hmm. would you rather live without heat and AC or live without social media? I'd probably rather live without heat and AC. Um, one, because, yeah. <laughs> Sherry looked up like, yeah, what? Sure. No. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh um, no, I, aside from social media being a part of my job, and I don't know if that's part of the question or anything like that, but I do primarily get my news mm-hmm. um, through social media. Um, I connect with a lot of family members through social media. That's how my grandma keeps track of what I'm doing. Is through, mm-hmm. She made a Facebook just for that. Um, you know, I, and so I, I definitely feel that it's an essential part of how I communicate with people and, and, and learn. Um, you know, another thing too is that, you know, I'm trying to, you know, heat and AC. I love the, the winter time because it's like you can just bundle up in a blanket and you'll be yeah. fine. Obviously, in the summer, it's a little harder, but, you know, with. I mean, if your house is well insulated, but yeah. I mean, I've been in some cold houses. In you the know, winter. and trying to use less of AC because that does contribute to, you know, yeah. pollution in the environment okay, and stuff like that. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I'd probably have to pick social media over. Not me. I'm feeling the sweat roll in my <laughs> back <laughs> just thinking of it. Oh my gosh, the humidity. And you're from Texas, too. So you've been in like really hot states. I don't know. Yeah. It's okay. <laughs> You're like, we'll I, got it. I gotta let my grandma see what I'm doing though. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Megan. <laughs> so let's move into uh, the interview. And like we do all of our guests, so how do you end up in the marketing department? What's your career path, Megan? Well, when I was about to graduate from high school, so way back when, um, I was really trying to figure out what I was gonna go to college for. And I was always involved in theater, and I had started journalism. Uh, 
kind of near the end of my high school career. And so I thought, well, that might be a good career path. So I ended up coming to Oklahoma State University uh, to the School of Media and Strategic Communications. And I earned a Bachelor of Arts in Multimedia Journalism all through, um, but all through that time, um, I was lucky enough to get an internship here at the city of Stillwater. I remember the day. In this office. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so, um, and I just really came here to start off doing video PSAs and, you know, go out and filming things and then doing, um, public service announcements for the TV station and social media. And I ended up working all the way through college and was lucky enough to stay on here. And so now I am in the marketing and civic engagement department as the communications coordinator. So doing a lot of the day-to-day communication, social media, news releases, there's inquiries from the media or the public. A lot of those come through me if they're using um, a lot of the channels that we offer. And so that's how I ended up here. I ended up deciding I wanted to stay in local government um, through that that opportunity. And it was the best day for us as well. Oh, <laughs> yeah. no, you guys. True, true. So you mentioned that the uh, we had a change in department names. Uh-huh. We were marketing and public relations, and starting in January, we became marketing and civic engagement. It's a minor change, but actually kind of a big one. Um, so what? how did that change how you viewed the office, and what does that mean for the public? Well, I know that we really um, – The city overall, between city council, city management, our department, we've really been focusing a lot um, the past year or two on how do we engage the public, how do we get them, you know, in the room, so to speak, whether it be them physically actually coming to the room, the city council meeting, or, you know, public input opportunity, or, you know, submitting uh, information or input via electronic means or phone calls and emails. And so we, um, I feel that, you know, this is kind of... um, Uh, cementing our commitment to um, citizen engagement and civic input and um, so I really think it guides me every day knowing that I'm here to kind of help be a a bridge of communication between the city um, the city government and um, our (coughs) residents in the community because social media really has changed how communication people uh, interact with the public because mm-hmm. people now are relying more on electronics. There's no reason for me to physically be in the room. I can, you know, Skype. I can watch meetings, you know, live. Uh, there's Facebook Live. So there's no reason why I shouldn't be able to electronically, mm-hmm. s- via social media or some other uh, electronic tool, still be part of the conversation. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. We get so many comments and so many emails and so many um, like social media conversations, <coughs> whether they be on our page or not. And, and then we're able to kind of help um, direct people or, or to where they can get information or just start conversations with them and get mm-hmm. them in touch with the right per- people or person at City Hall. So one of the big things that we've really been wanting to get a, more feedback on is the budget because mm-hmm. um, that's really one of the biggest things that the city does is that we we get the the sales tax it's the public's money we're doing things with the public we want to be transparent we want people to know we want to know how they want to spend their money what services are they wanting are you know are we spending the money in the right way what is your opinion on this so we um started a, a platform called balancing act and mm-hmm. you've been kind of uh, behind uh, the staff person kind of sh- ushering that through the system. Can you tell us about this particular platform? Yes, yeah, so a balancing act is a budget simulation tool um, that's 
um, it's an outside company, but they work with cities to help them um, with the it's a it's a software where the cities can actually input um, what their uh, their fiscal year budget uh, is for um, both their expenditures and their revenues so how money comes in and then how they're spending it and it puts it up in this really neat um, this really neat and easy to use um, display where it's showing you bar graphs of really how it's all allocated. And then you can actually go in and see each department and residents can actually say, hey, I think that, you know, what if we um, what if we budgeted like 100 grand more in the police department? Mm-hmm. Well, then it's gonna tell you you have a deficit of 100 grand or however, you know, however yeah. much if you have a surplus, it might be <coughs> a little yeah. bit less. Because you can't, because uh, you have to balance it. Yes. I think that's the key word there. Yeah. Is that there's only so much money coming in, mm-hmm. and you can't say I want to double this department's uh, mm-hmm. allocation without removing either um, budgeting from another area of the expenditures or um, add increasing yeah. revenue. So that's what's really neat about balancing act is, of course, we have to make sure that we have a balanced budget as a min- Oklahoma municipality. Law. We have to have a balanced budget. So it's a great education opportunity to show people here's what your fiscal budget looks like for your mm-hmm. city. And if you want to make changes, here are the um, the rules that we're bound by. Here are the things. Because you can't just say, I'll oh, just raise sales tax. Yeah. So when, um, so for instance, for ours, so we know that still, uh, Oklahoma is the only state um, in the nation where municipalities uh, don't collect ad valorem tax or the property tax unless it's issued through a general obligation bond. Right. So it's a great t- um, opportunity for us to show how important sales tax collection is. So we actually have a question on there that um, if you want to increase sales tax, it tells you that uh, to increase sales tax, there was required a vote of the people with the 51% approval. Um, and then we actually have a, a question specifically to our half cent transportation sales tax that exists right now, asking whether people would be um, interested in increasing that, maintaining that um, half cent sales tax, or removing it. Um, and that actually affects the revenue side. So you can actually um, increase that if you, right. if you deem that you want to um, increase that dedicated sales tax for transportation pavement management projects. So if you uh, complete this uh, and you, you input your opinion and, and you go through it, whether or not you bounce it or not, mm-hmm. what do we do with that information? Yeah, so right now uh, we collect the data from um, that the average all the reports that get submitted. So if you balance the budget and you want to send it into the city, um, we, get, um, we get your data and your feedback. And then um, we're collecting it all through like March 30th, just to kind of give us a, well, that is the end of our budget preparation phase, but we're kind of using that as a deadline just to encourage people to get their submissions in. And then that information is all gonna go back to city council and the city management team, and they're gonna be looking at that as they continue the next phase, um, (coughs) preparing the FY20 budget. So it really is a way to to be heard. Absolutely. Civic engagement. Yeah, and you know, the great thing about Balancing Act too is that you can actually, Say you're like, I want to add um, half a million dollars um, to parks, but I want to specify that it's for these kind of like playgrounds or something right. like that. You could actually um, increase it by you know five hundred thousand dollars, and you can make a note saying I want um, you to upgrade the playgrounds mm-hmm. in these parks or just in general, um, and that will go with your report, and we right. get all that kind of feedback. So it's a really good way to say how you want your money spent. Mm-hmm. Now. <coughs> 
So as a companion piece to it, we have that taxpayer receipt. Mm -hmm. Can you kind of go over that? Yes. So this is a very quick and easy way to see how much you personally are spending um, to help fund your city government. So it just asks, asks you a few quick questions. It asks you your age, um, what um, your annual salary is, and then what percentage of your shopping that you do locally, so within Stillwater city limits. Again, mm -hmm. important because, as we know, we require, uh, we depend on sales tax right. for a majority of our funding. So it will take uh, that data and it will tell you, okay, so in a year you contribute $23.17 to the transportation department <coughs> or you can contribute, you know, $50 to police or, you know, I don't know. Because you so can kind of see how really much that sales tax <coughs> actually funds a particular uh, service. Yeah, yeah, and I think it puts it into perspective because we all know that, you know, our, we always, you know, our tax dollars pay. Mm -hmm. Where do your tax dollars go? Now we can actually show you. Yeah. So when you think about if you pay X amount of dollars in sales tax and you find out that 23 of those dollars were for the police department, mm -hmm. Uh, that's a pretty good deal, mm -hmm. uh, $23 or, you know, $30 for parks or, you know, whatever. you It, it really puts it into perspective of how, um, you know, um, this is this is all you're paying for that service mm -hmm. and that the city really does stretch those dollars as far as it can. Absolutely. And I think it's important to remember, too, and, you know, we want to educate people how we're all a part of, you know, mm -hmm. helping fund our city government and um, funding those public safety uh, services as well. And that, you know, that we are uh, trying to be transparent about how we're using your tax dollars and mm -hmm. what it actually costs you. So the other um, new platform we rolled out is FlashVote. Mm -hmm. So um, so we did our first survey yeah. um, trying to get some feedback on uh, backyard chickens. I think the thing um, that we really want to do with this flash vote is, you know, when an issue is really important to you, you either are, maybe you're very pro whatever the issue is, you're very, you don't want whatever the issue is, and mm -hmm. you really do hear from the extremes. So <coughs> by doing a polling service where we can kind of find out what the, where the middle ground is so that you can understand, uh, you know, what, what does the average citizen think about whatever the issue is? And I think flash vote's a really good way to do that. You wanna walk us through what we learned about the chickens? Yeah, so we just did a quick five question survey mm -hmm. and it kind of, what we really wanted to know is, you know, is this something that's on people's radar? Have they ever thought about it? And so we did get kind of a lot of feedback from people saying, you know, that maybe isn't something that I I knew that there was an ordinance about this or what the the rules were about backyard chickens and then you know kind of presenting them data like here's the facts and then going forward if if we were going to change the ordinance what yeah would, what, what what are the issues you're really concerned about yeah. and can we write an ordinance that just addresses those issues mm -hmm. so I think it gave us a good insight into um, you know are these things that is something maybe if were there things that we didn't think about then maybe the public mm -hmm. right th uh, themselves are like well what if this were it and it, it's great too because they can also write in their own comments there was a whole question just about do you have any further thoughts about this and we got a lot of tremendous response right. from that um, but yeah <coughs> it's it's important for us to come back and say you know we we ask our residents and this is a scientifically um, secures like stable um, survey pool and that we this is what Stillwater residents are thinking about. Yeah it was uh, the survey was open for 24 hours 
Um, you can take it. If you had already signed up, you would have got an invitation to complete mm-hmm. the survey. But you will also have the option if you didn't, if you weren't already signed up, you could still take it. And <coughs> the data, uh, the way that they read the data, they you know. And the, I guess the most interesting thing is is that if you have an email in that uh, database, you took the survey, you would actually get the report the same day that every you know we all got the report. Yeah. So the city of Stillwater's marketing team, We there's not a hidden dashboard where we can go look, you know, find out who signed up or what's your question, you know, how yeah, you answer things. Anonymous. But we got the, so we, everybody, the city council, the residents, all of us got the information at the same time. Yeah, and I think a lot of people appreciated how quickly that they came out and that anyone could go and look at the results. Yeah. I think that was a great way to, um, to educate people that the flash vote was out there and that it's get, getting used and mm-hmm. we had a lot of people sign up and are excited about the next one um, whenever that may may be but Hopefully I think soon. yeah um, but I think that um, a lot of people were just really like they liked getting the results mm-hmm. and they liked being able to see what the what their fellow residents were saying Another thing that we've uh, implemented recently is this pop-up city hall and actually I'm going to ask Jasmine uh, because she was the one that uh, has kind of ushered that through the system. So what is Pop-Up City Hall, and how is it different from what we were doing previously? So Pop-Up City Hall is a way to kind of bring your city government to you, the residents, where you're already at. So the goal was before and for the past few years, we've had counselor office hours, and those were set up across the city, usually at um, coffee shops and we were asking residents to come talk to your counselors there and so although that was efficient in some ways we found that going to the people would likely give us um, uh, you know there's more foot traffic at events but just seeing the um, your city counselors out there and your government being able to interact uh, in the places where you are makes it more convenient and in our citizen satisfaction survey that we did in what was it 2017 people um, were saying they wanted to be able to communicate they wanted to know more about it and you're not always going to be able to make it to a city council meeting or you may just forget sometimes I forget to send an email and seeing a big bright blue and white umbrella yeah, so we event, have a so we yeah. pop up an umbrella yes and if you see the umbrella that means that there's some type of city <coughs> city official mm-hmm. that you can just come up and talk to. Correct. There's We have this little ice chest. Most of the time we have goodies with us, whether it's, you know, candy or water. Um, and then we'll usually have um, some flyers there, usually to learn about some of the civic engagement tools that we have going on. But um, we were also recently at, I guess it would be our second one, was at a farmer's market at the, um, the Prairie Arts Center. Mm-hmm. And in that uh, we had... Uh, City Councilor John Wedlake and Vice, Vice Mayor. Mayor Pat Darlington mm-hmm. was there and people were able to just talk and it was really um, conversational and we had one of the people comment that um, they didn't expect the city council to be like that. You know, you see we have these big pillars in front of City Hall and um, it's a big white it's building. government. And yeah, yeah, and so you don't expect mm-hmm. to just sit there and chill next to some potatoes and strawberries and your city council and just talk. And so it was really nice, and I think it's something we're going to continue. We have some more scheduled. We're hoping to get more engagement with the uh, city and our residents. And so that's another one of the goals, you know, when we change that name, like Megan was talking about, the civic engagement part. So so we have made some adjustments and changes, but we still, you know, are focusing on, you know, the city's website, which is where you go for <coughs> data. <coughs> it's facts. It's um, if you want to know how something works, um, you know, or what services we offer. There's a lot of, lot of stuff 
on the website. <clears throat> so if you're interested in a city council meeting, where all can they watch it and how can how can they uh, be part of the city council meeting? Absolutely. So on our website, if you go to stillwater.org slash agenda, that's where we have a list of all the city council and other uh, citizen boarding committees, planning commission, SUA, CETA, all those. So you can go and and see when the meetings are scheduled right. and we also link to um, the agendas yeah all the agendas the minutes from previous mm -hmm. meetings and then we also put a link to the video replay um, so when you go to that website um, you'll find information about the link to the YouTube live stream where you can watch the, the meeting live we also note there um, the TV stations where you can watch the meeting live. Um, those are Sudden Link Channel 14 and AT&T Verse 99. So they'll, they'll go live when the meeting's happening, and then we they also replay, is it 8 a.m. and 8 p.m.? Mm -hmm. Every day um, the most recent city council meeting will, will go. And typically uh, Stillwater Utilities Authority and Stillwater Economic Development Authority, the city councilors act as those trustees, and right. so those meetings... Um, will be kind of one it's one big uh, broadcast yes yeah so you can watch the replays there of course the YouTube link we'll put that on the agenda page and that's you can just go to our YouTube channel City of Stillwater TV and find all the meetings there mm -hmm. if you'd like to watch the replay um, again you're always welcome to come watch the meeting live mm -hmm. and sit in the audience um, or sign up for a public hearing yes yeah um, we have an online request to speak form so if you want to fill that out ahead of time we ask that you do that by um, 3 p.m. the day of that meeting because mm -hmm. we can gather all the online but you can of course show up in person and fill out the form yeah, before, before the meeting the starts so um, yeah all that information stillwater.org slash agenda for um, so a lot of civic engagement going on mm -hmm. so, mm -hmm. uh, that's good stuff well thank you for being our guest thanks you'll so, never invite me back again uh, no kidding <laughs> <laughs> well let's go um, Jasmine to the uh, mailbox so this is the segment where we answer questions, and uh, today we're going to ask Megan some questions about social media platforms. So Jasmine, I'll let you take over. Yeah, so we decided to keep Megan around for the mailbox. Um, one big reason specifically because she does run all the social media for us, and so she's the one who's answering those Facebook questions. Um, Twitter, Instagram, we even have a LinkedIn, we now have a Nextdoor, she's there, she's your woman. So, Megan, are there any questions you receive more frequently than others that you think would be beneficial for, you know, everyone to know? Yeah, sure, there are quite a few. I mean, first and foremost, I think we all agree that our social media platforms are a great opportunity for us to, you know, provide customer service and information and answers to questions that our residents have. So, we do, um, if you do send us questions, we, we try our utmost to get you in contact or get you the answers as soon as possible. But sometimes there are some posts that we get that um, people may, maybe don't realize there's actually an even quicker way to get a response or to get an, mm -hmm. an action taken. Um, I see it a lot with, um, with people tweeting about uh, maybe like they have a power outage. Mm -hmm. um, and I don't know if people realize sometimes that we have actually an online um, power outage map. And so um, we'll get tweets and they'll say, you know, power's out, um, where is it? And then, you know, if I, if I were, saw that message, then I'd have to private message them, you know, mm -hmm. where's, could you send me your address or send, you know, and whatnot. And that kind of just adds a lot of extra steps in the process to helping you out. Which is not helpful at 2 in the morning on Sunday. Yeah, and I might not yeah. see it until 8 a.m. in the morning, so I can't help you until until then because we don't monitor those 24 7 mm -hmm. so um we actually have this 
online power outage map where you can put in this is my address and please give me a call back if you know when mm -hmm. the power is supposed to return and then that plugs it into um, the map it gets sent to our electric utility team they can say hey is this a one one and done only one person's being affected or is there a, a lot of people in this area being affected and it helps them actually track mm -hmm. and see where the potential issue is so it's actually helpful on both ends for you and our team um so things like that we get question we get comments sometimes um like um the wheels are off on my my trash car or the mm -hmm. lid's broken well we have the report and track tool again kind of the same thing you can plug in your address, it immediately goes to the right person, whereas um, I will get you to where you need to go eventually, but just kind of help you have less steps in the process to getting help from us. Um, so we have a great um, who to contact tab at the top of our website at stillwater.org, and it lists like all the possible things that you, you might um, you might have a question or need help with in the best way to reach us. Um, yeah. I believe yeah. there's even the very last one is like submit or feedback. And so if you think that we don't have a tab on there mm -hmm. that should be on the who to contact, you can even add something there and we can get that on um, to that list mm -hmm. of tabs. So Absolutely. broken trash carts and reporting power outages. The potholes too. Okay, pot um, people might be like there's a pothole on the street that can be put in report and track. Again, we're going to get it to where it needs to go eventually, but mm -hmm. that's actually going to be even quicker. Um, so some of those things. Yeah. All right. That's nice. Okay. So my other question for you is what's one misconception or a piece of misinformation that you'd like to d address? Is there anything that uh, you've seen out there in the um, social media sphere? I guess um, if you have a question or maybe you're not sure about, you know, something that the city does or offers or something like that, um, sometimes we have a lot of people that they're asking they ask questions and then they might get the wrong information posted in the comment section or they might be told something and if you're not really quite sure but you think it involves the city of Stillwater just please reach out to us and we yeah. will get you the right answer because we um again we want to make sure that you are as informed as possible and make sure that you know we have information on our website or you know to for the same thing we have a very like robust search engine so I bet if you just even type in what your question is we might even have that information on the website somewhere but you can always um, again you can always call us you can check that who to contact tab you can send us a social media comment and just say hey I wasn't sure if this is actually right um, like sometimes we see um, like questions about um, it's kind of ties in with the first one but about like um, when they get their trash picked up when like there's holidays and stuff like that mm -hmm. so sometimes that gets confusing because not every city is the same mm -hmm. and not every city is like ours where we actually do pick up your trash and your recycling cards on you know new year's day uh, which is a wonderful service for you all and that we're proud to offer you um, but we just want to make sure that you know and that you're, you don't think that oh i'm gonna have to wait until the next week or everything's getting shifted a day or something mm -hmm. like that when we can just easily tell you you're getting it your monday you're getting your trash picked up on Monday even though it's a holiday or something like that all right so search go to the website like like you said use that search tool and we also have staff who look at the analytics on the search mm -hmm. bar and see and so if we see um, that there's things that people are searching that we don't have on our website mm -hmm. we'll add that on there that's one of the reasons that we use that and most of the time it is areas like we see a lot of animal welfare adoption mm -hmm. type stuff in the search bar that people are looking for and that stuff is in our website so they're probably finding it and using that search yeah. bar efficiently so that's that's good advice Megan thank you for staying for the mailbox <coughs> sure thing <coughs> 
All right. Well, well Cher, you want to close us out? I will. Uh, thanks, everybody, for listening to FYI Stillwater. Tune in for our next podcast. If you have a question for City Hall, email news at stillwater.org, and in the next podcast, we'll answer a few of them. FYI Stillwater is available on our website at stillwater.org, Spotify, and just about anywhere else you enjoy your podcast.